What would you do if you no longer felt sick and tired? What if you woke up every day feeling amazing in your body and in your life? How would your life be different? You and your body are capable of incredible things. You have the power to heal. You just need the right tools and support. If you're ready to heal your body and feel amazing, tune into the Heal Your Body Show with host Dr. Jamie Gillum. Welcome to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. Today, we are talking about symptoms or messengers, what your body is telling you. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum. I'm a doctor of integrative medicine. And this is an exciting show today because I really want to talk about things that you need to be aware of and how you can become more in tune with your body, how you can become more self-aware. And what many people don't recognize, and, and I did not recognize this for myself until I went through my own healing journey, was diagnosed with cancer, then cancer again, autoimmune disease, is many of us are disconnected from ourselves and disconnected from our bodies. So we're not really paying attention to what our bodies are telling us. And our bodies are constantly giving us clues. They're, our bodies give us information. And when we have symptoms, it is a signal that something needs to be addressed. But many of us walk through life disconnected from ourselves, from our bodies, and we're just kind of going through the motions. And a lot of this has to do with coping. A lot of it has to do with how we were taught to manage stress and just what we were taught about, hey, when you're sick, you go to the doctor and the doctor gives you some medicine or tells you what to do to feel better and you go on your way. And there's this huge underlying current of people not getting proper treatment, number one, that's a big issue, but also just a lack of understanding of what is going on in the body. And when you have one symptom, that is an indication that there is something going on in the body. And then over time, you typically will develop more and more symptoms as things within the body are not addressed and more problems are created. And one of the things that we have to recognize that I talk about a lot is how our body is an integrated unit. We have 12 body systems. They're all connected. They all work individually and together for our bodies to function. And we have to pay attention to the signs that something is wrong. And there are also occasions where people aren't getting properly diagnosed. There are genetic conditions that go undetected uh, because it's not often that you walk into a healthcare clinic and they say, let's do some genetic testing and structural abnormalities are often missed. Like if you get chronic UTIs, bladder infections, um, if you have issues with your esophagus, with uh, digestive issues, there are a lot of structural abnormalities that are also not properly evaluated and they're not properly uh, tested for and therefore you do not get a diagnosis and there are many other syndromes and health conditions that go undiagnosed and then on top of that if they are diagnosed are not getting the proper treatment so the goal is you have to first of all 
listen to your body and focus on the data, right? I just call it data. Like what data is your body providing you, giving you the clues that something needs your attention? And you have to be very self-aware. And then on top of that, you have to empower yourself with knowledge. So you have to understand what the foundational things are when it comes to your health and wellness that should always be part of your day-to-day life. And then on top of that, understand when you need to seek care. And I think it's a huge problem with women that many women are just not aware of their bodies in general. And I think a lot of it stems from religion and what we're taught by religion and by society as a whole, the way our parents uh, believed and what they taught us when it comes to our bodies and, you know, modesty, sexual health, things like that. Because as women, we should know what our bodies feel like and look like. And we should know what our breasts feel like. We should know what our vaginas look like and explore what they look like, what they feel like. And I even regularly check my arms, my legs. I feel my arms, my legs, my stomach, and also do a skin check on myself regularly. And these are things that you can do on your own to where you are able to then recognize if there's any change to the way something feels, the way it looks. And many women simply are not doing this at home. They're not self-aware. You can check your neck. You can check your thyroid with a simple thyroid check. You can check your lymph nodes. And the more that you understand how your body feels and what your body looks like, you're able to notice when there is some kind of change that needs further evaluation. Right. And then on top of that, you should be getting regular in-person exams annually. Uh, You should be getting a breast exam. You should be getting a pelvic exam or a pap smear. You should be getting colonoscopies uh, every 10 years uh, past the age of 40. Now they're doing um, colonoscopies in much younger people because of the increased rates of colon cancer and colorectal cancer. And you have to schedule those appointments. You have to go and you got to put in a little bit of work to make sure you stay on top of that. But you should be getting regular annual exams also with dermatology so that if there is something abnormal, it can be properly addressed. And I know there's a lot of controversy in conventional care and natural wellness about mammograms, colonoscopies. There's a lot of contradictory information on what's best, uh, but I recommend that you do your own research and you determine what is best for your individual care. But regardless of what type of annual exams or exams that you're getting on a regular basis, you want to do for your ongoing health and for, for preventative care, you need to be doing that. And it's important because especially when it comes to things like cancer, when cancer is caught early, it is often very treatable. But if it is caught in the later stages, it is not always the 
best outcomes because it's much harder to treat in later stages. So make sure that you have an individual care plan. And many people aren't doing this. They're not sitting down with their family and saying, let's create a care plan. We are going to do these self-exams this many times a year, and then we are going to go in for our annual exams or every five years, every 10 years uh, for specific exams as needed. But write out a care plan, because if you plan it out, you're more likely to stick with it. And when it comes to understanding your body, keep a journal. I tell all of my patients that work with me, You can keep it on your phone. I recommend just using a blank small notebook and just track what is your energy morning, midday, evening, and track your bowel movements, track how often you're urinating and track how well you're sleeping each night, how many hours you're getting, track symptoms that you experience or any new symptoms And that helps you when you actually write it down to be able to track and notice when you are having new symptoms or certain symptoms are getting worse. And most people just simply aren't using the data, right? It's all about data. And the more data you have, the more you're able to treat yourself with holistic care. And then you're also able to seek care, seek diagnostic testing as needed. And I recommend that when you are tracking, also track how you feel after you eat certain foods or drink certain beverages. Are you bloating? Are you gassy? Do you get a headache? Do you get tired? Do you get flushed? Do you get a skin rash? Does your face get puffy? And these things can be very uh, important signs that you are sensitive or even allergic to some things that you are consuming on a regular basis. Now, there are many other reasons why somebody would bloat. For example, if you have a gut issue, uh, if you have a gut infection, if you have a leaky gut, uh, that can absolutely cause bloating as well. So it's not always a sensitivity or an allergy. But again, the more data you have, the more you're able to understand that there's something going on and you can implement some self-care. And then when you have that data and you can discuss it with a healthcare provider, that helps them have as much information as possible about your symptoms and what you're struggling with. And when it comes to data, also, if you're exercising, Track your exercise, track how you feel after your workouts, during your workout, and any signs that your workouts are causing a high amount of inflammation. Exercise will cause some inflammation because it is a stimulus. It is a stressor. That's how our bodies respond and are able to change in response to exercise. But especially if you're struggling with an underlying health condition like hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, PCOS, you're in menopause, you have an autoimmune disease, you have an inflammatory condition. There are many health conditions where if you are over exercising, if you are overdoing it, if you are going too hard for too long, too often, it will drive up your inflammation. So you've got to be aware of how 
you are designing your workout plan and how your body is responding. I work out seven days a week. I work out six days. And then my seventh day is an active recovery day where I'm stretching and doing light activity, but I work out seven days a week. So I'm not saying that exercise is not good. It's absolutely important for your health and well-being. but you have to make sure that you are doing the right types of exercise for your goals and also for your individual needs based on any diagnosed conditions, any medications you're on, those things matter. And then also, if you are somebody who is trying to lose weight or change your body composition, tracking your calories and tracking your macros, that is important as well. And I personally don't track anymore because I mentally am very aware of what I'm eating each day. And I know the macro breakdowns and the calorie breakdowns of everything that I'm consuming because I have been self-aware for so long and I tracked for an amount of time and then I no longer need to now because I know and understand what I'm consuming each day. Now, if I wanted to change my body composition at this point, if I wanted to build more muscle, if I wanted to lose body fat, if there was something that I was trying to change with my body composition at this point, I would track and I would change up my nutrition plan, my exercise plan to achieve the goals that I want to achieve because that's that's going to matter uh, if I have a specific goal in mind. But you have to be very in tune with everything when it comes to your body, when it comes to your lifestyle. What are you doing day to day? And here's the deal. I check in with people weekly when they are in my 12-week program. And I will come across people from time to time. Most people are very diligent and they're on track. But every now and then I'll have somebody say, you know, I haven't lost any weight. I don't feel any better. And when we get into the nitty gritty of their tracking record, they have not been tracking. They have not been doing their exercise protocol. They have not been tracking their nutrition and managing their nutrition well. They haven't been tracking their sleep their energy, they haven't been doing any of the tracking. And so if you're wanting to feel better, if you feel like crap and you're wanting to get healthy, you have to do the work and you have to hold yourself accountable. And there's many ways to do that uh, with support and encouragement and making sure that you have a plan but you have to make sure that you have the data and you're actually doing the work consistently. What I find is a lot of people will say, I'm going to get healthy and they'll be very excited. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks in, usually about a four week uh, time span, that's the average four to six weeks based on studies where people give up and they quit uh, because you have to be consistent and you also have to put in some work up front before you're going to notice a difference. Like you're not just going to start a medication. You're not going to start a supplement protocol. You're not going to start 
uh, exercising and eating well and feel better the next day. It's going to take some time and you're going to have to put in work before you ever see results. And that's why the data matters because not only are you getting information to where you understand more about what your body is telling you, but you also are aware of how consistent you are being with the health protocols that you are following to try to heal. And also if you're trying to lose weight or manage your body weight, body composition, you have the data showing that you are doing the work. And that's important because if you're not getting expected results within a specific time frame, then, you know, we've got to adjust something here. We have to either adjust medication. We have to adjust supplements. We have to adjust nutrition, exercise, so you've got to have that data and you have to be self-aware. So we're going to go to our first commercial break. And when we come back, we'll dive deeper into just different things that you need to be aware of when it comes to your health and how to be more in tune with your body. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. Today we're talking about symptoms are messengers, what your body is telling you. And we talked in the first segment about being self-aware, doing self-exams, understanding what your body looks like and feels like, and making sure you're going in annually for exams, and then scheduling other routine exams that are needed at the five-year mark, 10-year mark, depending on what it is. I personally have to go for colonoscopies every five years uh, because my mother had colorectal cancer. I have a family history. And so I'm required to go every five years. Most people it's every 10 years uh, based on your age and pap smears, pap smears. They recently changed 
the requirements uh, for pap smears. It used to be annually, and now uh, the requirements are every three years. Uh, some are saying every five years, and then a lot of women past 60, 65 aren't getting pap smears at all if they've had a clear history. I personally do not agree with those changes. And if you want to request a pap smear every year, you absolutely can. Um, but be self-aware and understand when your provider is telling you something and telling you what the typical protocols are for certain exams, understand why they are telling you that. Um, because you have the right to request certain diagnostic tests and regular exams. And if you are having symptoms, sometimes you really have to demand for certain diagnostic testing. And this is where being self-aware is so important and not just giving in to a provider telling you you're fine, your labs are normal, it's anxiety, it's depression, this is just what happens when you get older. If you notice that there has been a significant change and you are having symptoms, you have the right to request a proper evaluation. And sometimes you are made to feel like you are losing your mind and you just have to keep fighting. You have to search uh, for different providers. And if you are not getting proper care, you need to know what the red flags are. And we have intuition, which I think is another part of self-awareness. I think we are taught from a young age, many of us to ignore our intuition and when you are in tune with your body and you allow your intuition to guide you, you will know something's not right. And I remember when my mother had colorectal cancer and she was not diagnosed yet. They told her for two years that she had hemorrhoids. She kept going back to her family uh, provider and they just kept telling her she had hemorrhoids. They were treating the hemorrhoids and my mother had started losing weight. She was chronically fatigued. And I remember her sitting on the sofa with me one day saying, something's wrong. I just know something's wrong. I just feel it. And then after two years, they finally sent her to specialty care. A lot of that neglect of not sending her to specialty care had to do with her insurance plan. But when she finally was referred to a specialist, uh, she had a tumor inside her rectum that was visible upon exam. And she was diagnosed with stage four colorectal cancer. Had she been diagnosed early on, two years prior when her symptoms started, she would have been diagnosed much earlier at a much earlier stage. And she may not have succumbed to her colorectal cancer. And when it comes to my own care and how I ended up in healthcare in the first place, I kept going to the doctor's office. I kept saying, hey, something's wrong. I'm choking on food. I have neck pain, jaw pain, ear pain, and my face keeps going into these spasms on one side. I'm waking up in the middle of the night choking and I can't breathe. And I was choking on food. I'd gotten to the point where I was drinking protein shakes and only eating soft food because 
I was terrified of choking and they kept telling me it was anxiety and that I was having panic attacks. And I kept saying, look, this is not anxiety. This is not panic attacks. And I even went to the ER when I had an episode of my face spasming because I thought I was having a stroke because the pain was radiating down my arm. And yeah, I was freaking out because I thought I was having a stroke. And they told me it was anxiety and that I had a panic attack. Nobody was listening to me and nobody would just look in my neck. And then I kept going back and I was seeing different doctors within the same healthcare system. So they had all of the information in their computer system showing that I had been multiple times. So then I was told maybe it's a neck strain and then maybe it's a vocal cord strain. They knew I worked out a lot and they knew that I taught a lot of group fitness and um, yelled on a microphone. So they were just grasping at straws at that point, trying to tell me that it's this or it's that. And your labs are normal. I heard that so many times. And all of my symptoms were from nodules, cancerous nodules pressing on everything in my neck they because I had thyroid cancer. And they made me feel like I was a nuisance. And I started feeling like maybe I am losing my mind. Maybe it is anxiety. And of course, I had anxiety because I was choking and I was having a lot of pain. I didn't know what was going on. I would wake up out of a dead sleep and I couldn't swallow for a few seconds. I couldn't catch my breath and I was worried that I was going to die in my sleep. So yes, I had anxiety, but that wasn't the cause of all of my symptoms. It was created by the symptoms that I was having. And finally, I got a brand new doctor. She was young, brand new. And I said, hey, can somebody just look in my neck because there's something in my neck. I know there's something in my neck and she ran labs too. And she said, your labs are normal. No further testing is needed. And I said, I just need somebody to look in my neck. And so she sent me for an ultrasound and called within 20 minutes. I wasn't even home yet to say, we're 99% certain that you have thyroid cancer. I need you to come back to the office. That was a Friday. And I was in shock so I said, I can't come back today, but I can come in Monday. And then they scheduled me for a fine needle biopsy. And then I was having surgery for a thyroidectomy uh, within a week to two week time frame. And if I had not pushed for somebody to just look in my neck, I don't know how long it would have taken to get a diagnosis. And by that point, it would have spread outside of my thyroid. And thyroid cancer, many cancers, many conditions don't show up in lab work. And that's why it's so important that you understand what your body is telling you. And then you start doing the self-care things that you can do and seek care for more diagnostic testing for a thorough evaluation. If you're not getting answers, then go get a second opinion, go get a third opinion, go get a fourth opinion until you feel satisfied that what you're being told is correct. 
because many people go undiagnosed. And this is true for autoimmune diseases as well. They're not well tested for when you go in and you're having symptoms, your primary care, oftentimes they won't screen with a simple ANA screen that is not a definitive test, but gives information as to if you need further testing for autoimmune disease. And many aren't testing for Hashimoto's Graves disease with a thyroid panel. Inflammatory conditions often do not show up in lab work. You might have normal labs and then labs that don't look normal and your labs will fluctuate uh, from lab test to lab test and they just stay hidden. A lot of systemic infections don't show up in lab work. We can often see signs of systemic infection in a, a complete blood count with differential, which the differential is a white blood cell count breakdown. But in conventional care, those ranges are broad, whereas in functional care, integrative care, we're looking at much more narrow ranges that can indicate that you have some kind of systemic infection going on. And also many things when it comes to genetic conditions and syndromes, they just do not show up in routine lab work, even comprehensive labs. You have to get specific tests depending on what it is that there is a concern of, right? And then genetic testing, we typically send you to a geneticist if we are concerned that there's a genetic factor that needs to be addressed. So we're going to go to our next commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about symptoms or messengers, what your body is telling you uh, further and dive deeper into this. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show, and we'll be right back. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. 
Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. Today, we're talking about symptoms or messengers, what your body is telling you. And I talked a little bit in the last segment about my mom's experience, my experience with getting a proper diagnosis for cancer. And also, as I talk about genetic conditions and syndromes, this is also important because my daughter has also had an issue with getting a proper diagnosis. And this is where, while you don't have to have in-depth knowledge about your body and different health conditions, I realize that that can be overwhelming for people. You need to know how to do some basic research and also be able to find the right person that can help you if you are struggling with something. And sometimes it takes some time, it takes some effort. And when you are working with a healthcare provider, the way it should work is if you're not getting better and they really don't have the answers, they should be referring you to someone uh, within their network that can help you. Let's get some other eyes on this. Let's refer you to the specialist that has more knowledge in this area. And anybody who does not have a network where they can refer you out, it's a big red flag because none of us have all of the answers. And you have to make sure that you are getting proper care and the right eyes are on your case. And my daughter's case, She's 18 and she was born with a single kidney and we were told that she was going to have a syndrome and be deaf, blind or both when she was born. And we were told this when I was six months pregnant with her, she had a cyst on her kidney, it dissolved the kidney. And we were told that she was going to have mental delays and her life was going to be very difficult. And when she was born, she was born without a single kidney. She had a couple of other ab abnormalities that were not considered a big deal at the time. If they had connected the dots at the time, then we probably would have been able to get the right care when she was born. They sent us to a geneticist and also nephrology for a few years uh, after she was born. And then we were given, you know, all all green lights that she was good to go. She just was born with a single kidney. So throughout her life, she has had a lot of health problems, a lot of symptoms. She was hospitalized when she was six and was diagnosed at that time with a rare autoimmune condition, uh, but nothing other than that rare autoimmune condition. And then when she started menstruating, started having a lot of problems with painful periods, debilitating periods and very heavy bleeding. And we went to multiple gynecologists. She was seen over and over again, had pelvic exams, had lab work. And when she was 18, when she turned 18, uh, which was last year, she went to the gynecologist and the gynecologist said, hey, something's not right here. We need to send you for an MRI. And they sent her for an MRI. And my daughter was born with a double uterus and they missed it. She's had ultrasound. She's had pelvic exams. She had a septum, which is what was noticed during that pelvic exam that led to the MRI. And it was missed throughout her entire life. 
and she got the MRI and the gynecologist said she has a double uterus, but nothing to worry about when she's wanting to have kids, she'll need to see a specialist. And I thought this doesn't fly with me. This doesn't make any sense. And so I started searching, I started researching and trying to find answers. And I came across a rare condition. It's called Ovira. It's also referred to as Herlin Warner Wunderlich syndrome. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that hundred percent correct with my accent, but I said, she fits all of this criteria. And these are Mullerian duct abnormalities and being born with a single kidney, any female that is born with a single kidney should be evaluated for reproductive abnormalities and this particular syndrome. So I said, hey, we've got to figure out if this is what's going on or if something else is going on that they are missing. So I researched online. I started looking at any studies about it, any studies about single kidney, double uterus, and found a paper written by a specialist at Yale and she had her email listed. So I emailed her and I didn't think she would respond, but she did. And she wanted us to set an appointment. We made an appointment. We did a telehealth visit and she looked over all of my daughter's records and reviewed her MRI and confirmed that my daughter has this rare condition that only affects like 0.3% of females, 0.3 or 3% of females. It's very, very rare. And she told us, your daughter needs further evaluation. She has to have her spine checked. She has to have her entire reproductive system checked because many reproductive diseases are directly related to this syndrome. And she needs to go to gastroenterology we, we basically had to set up all of these specialty appointments to make sure that there weren't any other things going on uh, internally because of this rare syndrome. And while I am not a big fan of hormonal birth control, my daughter requires hormonal birth control because she cannot have a period because her periods are so severe and she will be in bed for a week because of the pain and the amount of bleeding because she is shedding double the lining because she has a double uterus. And so we just keep her on the hormonal birth control at this time to where she does not have periods at all. Um, so it's important. I think that it's so important that I tell you these stories because so many women and men too, but I find that it mostly affects women when they are seeking care and they go in saying, I don't feel good. Something's wrong. I'm having pain. I'm having this. I'm having that struggling with my weight. I have brain fog. I can't remember things. And it's often the case where they are told your labs are normal, you're fine, or something is discovered, but it's blown off and they're not given any information about it, uh, nothing to read so that they can learn more about the condition they've been diagnosed with, no information about different treatment options available. And often women are offered antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication. And 
many people require mental health support and require medications, but often it is a symptom of something going on internally. And then it can be a byproduct of the fact that now you have anxiety because you know, something's wrong, but nobody is listening. Nobody is helping you. And then you think you're sick or you're dying. And so you have anxiety and then you have anxiety because you don't want to go to a doctor's office and you don't want to ask for help because you're afraid that they're just going to tell you you're fine. Like I've been there. I know how that goes. Even with my kids, you know, when you take your kids in to a pediatrician, there's a lot of anxiety over having a discussion about symptoms because you're often just told they're, they're great. They're growing. They're fine. And so we've got to do better with advocating for ourselves, not being afraid to advocate for ourselves and for our family members, and then also just being very self-aware. So going back to being self-aware, the other part of this is if you are suffering with anxiety, depression, bipolar, if you are suffering with mental health disorders, that can make you feel like crap. And a lot of things within the body can be triggered and a lot of physical symptoms can be triggered if you are suffering with a mental health condition that is not properly treated. Also, if you get stuck in being down and sad about the fact that you just don't feel good and your body hurts and you get stuck in that cycle and you become very negative about everything like why me and my life sucks and I never feel good and nothing good ever happens to me and you can get in this pattern where everything's negative and one way to climb out of that is just to start speaking positive things and just wake up every morning with your journal uh, where you're tracking all of your data, right? All of your symptoms and your efforts, everything that you're doing. You can also write down things that you're thankful for. And even if you're like, well, I don't really have a lot of things I'm thankful for right now. Pick one thing that you got up and you took a breath this morning that your body is able to at least move and be thankful for your loved ones. There's things that you can be thankful for, even if you're like, well, everything really just sucks right now. And that's hard to climb out of. And honestly, I've been there. I know exactly what that feels like. But when you put in the effort to be positive, it will snowball. And I always say this to people who are really struggling with this, because this comes up a lot on check-in calls with patients when we are reviewing their progress, they're struggling because they're just not happy. And here's the thing, how you speak to your friends who are seeking advice and you know what, what you would tell your best friend if she says, I'm ugly, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I never feel good, I'm overweight, I can't seem to find a man that is worth anything, and I'm all alone, whatever it is, how do you respond to a friend who is coming to you venting because nothing seems to be going well, and they're down? You have to speak to yourself the same way that you would 
talk to your friend if they are down. You're not going to say, oh, yeah, girl, you just can't find a man and you're just always down and, yep, you're overweight. Like, you're not going to say that to your friend, right? You're going to encourage her. You're going to lift her up. You're going to give her support. And you've got to do that with yourself. You got to be your own best friend. You have to have your own back before you can have anybody else's. And one way that I climbed out of the hole that I was in was, and I know I've talked about this a lot on other podcasts, I just started sitting quietly for five minutes a day and got to know myself, got to know myself on a deep level and started recognizing things about myself that I was totally unaware of because I was so disconnected. I was living for everybody else and I was not living for myself. And I was not free at all. I was very bound. And now I'm so free in myself and I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident in my purpose and I'm confident in everything that I do because I have been able to free myself from trauma and from a lot of things that I've been conditioned to believe and I'm able to be free and who I am. So being positive can be a huge piece of the puzzle when you are down. Obviously, if you feel like crap because there's something going on, look, I was sick for four weeks. I got strep and we got strep and COVID as a combo at my house. I got sick. My kids got sick. My husband got sick. It was a hot mess over here. And then I got sick again. So I got better. And then it hit me again. And I was sick for four weeks. And you know what? I got pretty darn depressed because I felt so terrible and I wasn't able to do the things that I normally do. And it was affecting my work schedule. I couldn't work out. And then I started eating like crap because I didn't feel good. So all I wanted was popsicles and chocolate. So I got down. So telling you to be positive, it doesn't mean that it's going to be the one thing that fixes everything, but it can definitely help your mental state while you are trying to heal. And in some cases, if it is directly from a mental health disorder, focusing on your mental health and mental well-being, understanding any diagnosed mental health conditions you have, understanding your trauma, understanding your triggers, things that trigger you when people say things or do certain things, understanding what that is telling you, all of that can be so freeing if it is a physical problem or if it is a mental health problem, it, it is a huge part of healing, regardless of the origin of the problem when it comes to mindset, trauma healing, being positive, meditation, just learning to be and be 100% you and be 100% true to yourself and honest about things that you need to work on and things that you're struggling with, mistakes that you've made. A lot of those things just get buried and then they turn into stress and then they turn into inflammation and then they cause us to get sick. So we're going to go to our next commercial break. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll come right back and wrap it up after this commercial break. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, 
symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and we are going to wrap it up in this last segment. Here's the thing. When you can understand the big picture, right, when you are struggling, that is where you are able to make progress because when you understand the big picture, when you understand all pieces to the puzzle and why you're struggling and you can get all pieces to the puzzle connected with your treatment plan, then you can heal and you can feel good. And there's a lot of preventative care that people miss out on. And I won't get into how insurance affects that in the United States. And many people aren't getting preventative care because they simply don't have insurance coverage. And so basically they're just waiting for some type of condition to develop and then they have to be treated for that condition. You want to get preventative care as much as possible. And if you're not able to go in for in-person exams that you should be getting as a preventative measure on a regular basis, there are community programs available. There are a lot of resources available that can help you get the proper exams and also just be in tune with your body and do your own self exams as much as possible. I'm going to be posting on my website, a special section about different types of self exams that you can do at home. And on top of this, here's the other thing that I notice happens a lot. When you get labs or an ultrasound or any kind of diagnostic testing, make sure that you get a copy of the results. Any healthcare provider should be providing you access to that data. It is your health information. You have a right to access that. I'd also recommend that if you're not checking the portal where they store your information, that you look at the notes because sometimes what providers notate about the patient, you need to be aware of that because sometimes it's it's alarming. And we see a lot of notations, especially when patients have a drug use history, um, alcoholism history. Uh, there's certain things that they'll notate that is kind of a red flag that maybe you're not getting the best care because of preconceived ideas about why you don't feel good and what you're seeking when it comes to you going in and asking for help. Also, all of your labs, all of your notes, all of your diagnostic testing, print it out. Don't just leave it in a portal, print it out and keep it in a folder. You also could keep it on a hard drive. 
uh, if you prefer to do that. But it's important information because it is your health history. And when you go to a new provider or you get referred to a specialist and they're needing to know the history, if you have lab work and testing and notes, that's very helpful in trying to get an accurate diagnosis or a better treatment plan when we have all of that information combined. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. The other thing is I have a new um, resource for you. If you want it, you can email us uh, from the website, jgwellnessclinic.com. I'm going to be putting it up on the website. You can also email and ask for it, but it is a self guide. It's a workbook that helps you to get to know yourself on a deep level and also helps you to navigate some questions about your movement, about your nutrition, but it just helps you to dial in and understand more about yourself, your body, and it's called the Vibrant Life Workbook. So if you would like that, it will be available on my website this week as a free download. You can also email us and say, I'm requesting the Vibrant Life Workbook and you can do it at your own pace. It doesn't require a whole lot of time. You can just spend a few minutes a day or even a few minutes a week working on it. And that is helpful for you. I feel like a lot of people study what they're interested in. Like if you're interested in cars, if you're interested in knitting, if you're interested in exercise or whatever it is that you find fascinating or you're passionate about, people will study that all day long. But very few of us take the time to really study our own bodies and understand ourselves. And this is our home. This is what and this is where our soul resides. And so we really have to understand ourselves and our bodies. If we truly want to feel good and we want to be able to advocate for ourselves when we need to trying to get care. If you do need help, if you need lab work, if you need an evaluation, you can reach out to me at jgwellnessclinic.com. You can book a consult and we can talk about what you are struggling with and review any current labs you have. We can order labs if you need labs and we can get you on the right path to feeling good. You can also follow me on TikTok, JG Wellness Clinic, Dr. Jamie Gillum, and on Instagram, JG Wellness Clinic, Dr. Jamie Gillum. Reach out if you're needing help. If you don't know what to do, if you've been told you're fine, your labs are normal, or you just don't feel good and you're not really sure what's going on and you don't know where to start, reach out. We're happy to help help you at the JG Wellness Clinic. And next week on the Heal Your Body Show, we are going to be talking about your liver and all the wonderful things that your liver does and why liver health is so important when it comes to your overall health and well-being. One in three to four Americans have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease in America, and this has become an epidemic. And many, if you have fatty liver disease, you also will typically struggle with insulin resistance. So join us next week on the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves 
to unlock the power you have to heal your body.